Alright, what's cracking everybody? Welcome back to Killer Conversations. Um, first of all, for those of you that um, are only aware of the podcast, make sure you um, check out the channel on YouTube. Just hashtag dubs, D-U-B-S. And um, the reason why I'm bringing it up on this episode is because um, today what I have to talk about, I did uh, it was two videos on. One for sure was on the passing of a friend of mine. So, <clears throat> in this podcast, I had hoped, I had planned on interviewing several different lifers. I'm still going to give them an opportunity to uh, share their experiences. The interview that I wanted to do the most was a friend of mine who, um, he got picked up on, I believe it was an attempted murder charge. Something that he could have beat, wouldn't have got a, probably wouldn't have got a life sentence for, even though attempted murder out here does carry a life sentence, but it was one of those where he had action to beat it. He went to the LA County Jail, got in some trouble, he wound up in the gang module. And while he was in the LA County gang module, um, he picked up a murder case. He was convicted for killing his cellmate. He got a life sentence, went to prison. Well, he was released from prison two and a half years ago. And uh, while he was out here, he uh, initially got into construction, then got into machining. He was doing great, man. Uh, He's only 38 years old, healthy, and... uh, he had just bought his wife a car. They had plans on uh, buying a new home next year. Well, <clears throat> it was about a month ago that I got a phone call from someone that I know that worked with him, right? And they told me something's going on with him. He was in the bathroom for like 45 minutes. And uh, and when he came out, he was out of it. And he's saying that he took some medication for his back and it had a a bad effect on him. So immediately, my thought was, this motherfucker relapsed. So I called him that night. And he tells me, no, no, I'm good, homie. It's it's nothing like that. I did something to my back. I tweaked it. I took these damn pills. I guess my body couldn't uh, handle it or whatever, right? So then I drove all the way to see him, to look in his eyes. 
looked me in the eyes and he told me, nah, homie, I'm good. Everything's good, man. I said, all right. Then the news came that he had a heart attack in the shower and collapsed, right? And the suspicion was in my head, like, damn. I hope this dude didn't fucking OD. I hope it had nothing to do with that, man. And I got people that call me from the joint. Some of them know him. And when I told him, hey, you know, one boy's in a coma right now. He collapsed in the shower. Every one of them asked me, did he relapse? And I had to tell him all I knew. Nah, from what I was told, it was just a heart attack. Yesterday was his viewing. I went, saw his family, saw him in his casket. And uh, it broke me up to see him like that, man. While I'm happy that whatever happened, happened out here, he didn't die in prison like he was supposed to, like he was told he would. He got out here to the streets. He was able to be a husband and be a father, be a productive member of society, give back, mentor people when he could, be an example. And I have a conversation with a family member of his that tells me, I don't understand why he started using again. He died from an overdose. He had everything going on for him. He didn't have a worry in the world. And this is something that I learned a long time ago. When you're under stress, it's easier to focus. But when everything seems to be going your way, that's when you let your guard down. Because of this COVID-19 thing, pro officers are not drug testing us. They can't enter and, 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 and have us piss test. This isn't the, the state's fault. This is my friend taking advantage of something. I don't know what was going on in his mind for him to create a reason to get high. But that's just goes to show you the power of addiction. you have a beautiful wife that loves you to death. You have a great career. He was a supervisor in his shop. He was making moves. He was learning the program. Like I said, he bought his wife a brand new car. He bought his wife the diamond ring that he had always promised her. 
They were planning on buying a home in a few months. Everything's good. But something in him still convinced him that chipping away, getting high, was a solution to whatever problem he was creating in his mind. It's so unfortunate. And yet, still he's an example. He's an example of what can happen if you let your guard down. He's an example of what happens when you decide to be selfish after devoting yourself to selflessness for years. And that selflessness getting you ahead in life, getting you out of prison. And yet that old demon got the best of him. I don't know if there's a message in here in this episode for people. I didn't want to put this on my YouTube channel, but I felt like the story needed to be out there. So with that, I'm gonna go ahead and bounce. Take care of yourselves.